All right, what is going on everybody? How is everybody doing today? Welcome back here today to another episode of the Triple Option and we're gonna be doing our week five recap and reaction today. What's going on guys, how are we doing? Hello. What's up? All right, so usually, well, I guess last week, right? We all came on and all our teams lost? Or yeah. did the Cardinals beat the Cowboys yeah. last week? Or was that two weeks ago? That was two weeks ago. Okay, yeah, yeah so we, we came on last week. All our teams lost. My team carried this week. Pittsburgh Steelers, juggernaut offense, can't really beat them. Um, Tom's Giants, we'll get into them. And Tom's Cardinals, well, I guess we'll also get into them later. Um, we, Do you guys remember, I guess we'll go through it, our upset picks, but I just know mine were actually solid last week. Well, I'll go right into it. I did say Bears over the Commanders, or I did say I liked them, but I also took the London game too, but... Uh, it was an upset to start Thursday night. The Chicago Bears get their first one of the season. 40-20 to 20 over the Washington Commanders. This game was, like, really kind of weird at the start. And then, like, DJ Moore just goes straight Megatron, straight, like, prime Odell Beckham Giants. Just any random, like, God mode receiver you can think of. And he just goes off for 230 yards and three touchdowns. And I guess Matt Eberflus is going to be a head coach for another week. Yep. I think he, not, I think he probably bought himself... Uh, two weeks of leeway. Two weeks of time. So I think, like, if they lose, and Long is not in, like, horrifically embarrassing fashion, next week he'll get to go until week six. Or week seven, he'll last until. Yeah. And then, like, I guess Ron Rivera is just going the opposite direction. Like, he's always yeah, been on the I'm, hot seat, and now he's, like, probably... I think I legitimately seat. think the enemy is going to wind up being the interim head coach. Um, And I think he might... He actually has a real shot of being the head coach next year with how this offense is looking. Yeah. I wonder what changes if that does happen, though, because, like, we all know that he's calling the plays already, so, like, is he going to just be the vocal guy in the locker room? Is that really going to change much? I feel like it won't. No. I don't know. I mean, he could call plays. I mean, I'm pretty... McDaniel calls plays, right? Yeah, yeah no, but yeah, no, he'll, he'll, probably the enemy calls the plays play. now already. That's why he's there. So, like, I, I wonder what's going to change if he just was made head coach. Like, he's not going to call the defensive plays. No, yeah, I mean, he, he'd probably just start calling... He would just assume the role of because of, you need an interim head coach and usually yeah. they make it one of the coordinators unless you're the mm-hmm. Colts and you make it Jeff Saturday um, but <laughs> I think he probably I mean I would think he probably gets the job unless True. unless they pull like Quentin Portis out of retirement yeah exactly that, that would pretty much be the uh, the exact <laughs> the Jeff uh, Saturday version of, of it yeah Dom you, what, what would you think of the Bears are we praising Fields I mean he I don't want to fully praise him because some of his throws were still just atrocious. Like the second half, some of the throws were atrocious, but the first half he he looked insane. Like he was making some insane throws. And do you guys think it's more impressive that DJ Moore had 230 receiving yards, or that every other Chicago Bears wide receiver had zero receiving yards? Honestly, Um, (laughs) it's close. I mean, Cole Komet had a really good game though, didn't he? Well, oh yeah, so DJ Moore had 230, Col- Colcomet had 42, Robert Tunyon had 10. Nobody else Colcomet did a single touchdown? Uh, yeah, yeah he had, had a touchdown. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, Mooney had four that. targets, no catches. St. Brown, one target, zero catches. I mean, I, yeah, I guess it's pretty impressive. But I think, I, I mean, just give the prop to DJ Moore. He had like 230, yeah, three yeah. touchdowns, I think. Give, give, yeah. give, give, him, give him the flowers. Yeah, this was a this was still impressive, like, like outing from them. And I know, I think like, didn't Roshan Johnson got hurt? Khalil Herbert yeah, got hurt. Khalil Herbert got hurt, too. Like, all their running backs basically got hurt in this game. So, I honestly still want to give props to Justin Fields for still kind of making something out of nothing with not the greatest core around him in the world. But, yeah, this was definitely a week where it really looked like the Bears robbed the Carolina Panthers on draft or for the draft night trade last year because DJ Moore balled out. Panthers went to 0-5. Bears had their first-round pick. Um, Darnell Wright's really playing well. 
or uh all right, so we had uh, another London game here, caught me by surprise, and now we have another one next week as well. Um, but yeah, we got the Jaguars upsetting the Buffalo Bills. This was my upset pick of the week, and it was weird. Hey, Jaguars stayed in London for a week, and they were able to get the victory here. This looked really good for Trevor Lawrence. I mean, like Josh Allen played well. He did the hero plays and stuff, and I really thought the Bills were going to win this game like so many different times. But this really does hurt. Do you guys ha Did any of you guys have the Bills in the Super Bowl or winning at all? No, because no, they lost Matt Milano this week. Yeah. Um, they lost some other people on their defensive side of the ball, and they're going to be like this. This game definitely hurt them a lot, not just in the L column, like yeah. on both ends of the floor. Yeah, it's tough, and it's also this is like the first game from like a negative game script you saw them playing from. Like they were actually playing from behind for a decent amount of the game. Like the Jet game, um, they were winning, I think, and then mm -hmm. just came back and they blew out everybody else. But that's uh, it was. Tough to see, like, a Bills against, not at home, playing against a good team, playing from behind. Didn't look very good, and now their defense is down probably their two best defensive players for the rest of the year, so see how they wind up um, coming back from that, but uh, that's a big loss for Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, and this, this game was not even as close as the scoreboard says, because the Bills, they scored that late touchdown, it took them, like, three plays to, to get this back into a one-score game, but they just, like, the first half, I think they started the game with four straight three and outs if i remember correctly and josh allen was the leading rusher with 14 yards pretty sure james cook finished with negative yards so like he had nine touches i know that i don't know five like, catches or five carries negative four yards yeah so That's like tough. i don't know where this jaguars run game defense came from because it was not like this great and the bills were doing pretty good recently running the ball so this this kind of came out as a surprise and Speaking of the Jaguars running game, ETN had an insane game for him. Yeah, he balled out. He had 26 carries, 136, and two touchdowns as well. And this offense looked great. Like Calvin Ridley, back to like week one, Calvin Ridley. Christian Kirk was good. Um, and then like Zay Jones found the end zone. And this Jaguars team, like when it's on, it's really good offense. And it could be a very good team. But I feel like they're just kind of inconsistent at times. And maybe that's just because it's early in the season. But um, they're definitely going to be in the driver's seat for the division, at least Going forward, like Anthony Richardson could be out for a little bit. The Titans have looked inconsistent at times. And the Texans have looked good, but uh, we, I don't think any of us think that they're probably going to be fighting for the division come December time um, when we get there. So we'll hop into what just happened to the Steelers-Ravens game. Definitely a game you could have missed Sunday and you really wouldn't have missed much because neither one of these offenses look great. I will say, though, Lamar Jackson looked a lot better than what kind of his statue will look like. His receivers dropped so many balls. Like Zay Jones yeah. had a wide-open 40-yard catch, dropped it, um, or he fell. Aguilar dropped a... Um, Probably another 40-yard catch like right in his hands. Um, Rashad Bateman dropped the touchdown. I think Mark Andrews could have came down with another touchdown. And yeah, it was back-to-back -back plays. Andrews, that one was a little more uh, that was definitely contested, tougher. but Bateman was just really bad. Like it, was just a, it was really just a layup, and it just fell right out of his hands. Yeah, this was brutal for the Ravens offense. They really gave the Steelers this game. The Steelers should not have won this game um, by any means. They really didn't make any explosive offensive plays till literally the final two minutes of the game and the Steelers are now in uh first place in the AFC North heading into their bye week I, I don't think they should be the leader of this division but this division has not looked as good this year as we thought it may be no and it's a big I mean but I guess we'll get into the Bengals soon but the Bengals do look like they're they're uh they're getting back in there um but a big part of it was the Bengals having a really 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 slow start um but I mean still anyone's division now it's week five and it's kind of wide open yeah Minus 41 point differential for the Steelers, and they're in, and they're in the yeah, like, driver's seat. I know they won this game, but, like, 
you still cannot be impressed with Matt Canada whatsoever, right? Nah, like, dude, no. Did you see the the video of like when they scored the touchdown and he did not look? And because like, because Kenny Pickett audible, they probably audible right? it, yeah. And, <laughs> so he scored scored and he was just in like just straight face, and he was like, he's he, he's probably like, oh, my job's gone. Even Kenny though even though it's probably not gone. Pickett might be like the most clutch quarterback because I feel like every game he stinks for the first three and a half quarters of every game. Yeah. I feel like, and then he just somehow out of nowhere leads a great drive to end the game. And it's yeah. happened more than yeah. once before. I just don't understand how. I think I saw that he had. F- I think he has five game-winning drives in his career of like his first seventeen games. It's kind of wild. That's um, yeah. yeah, he had the dime to Pickens. I mean, Jalen Ward really carried that final drive too. He looked so much better than Najee in just the receiving game and in the running game. And yeah, the Steelers team somehow three and two gets blown out by Houston and San Francisco, but wins disgusting games against Vegas, Cleveland, and Baltimore. Yeah. Um, yeah, I so. saw two things about the Steelers. Mm-hmm. First thing, how funny was that headline I sent you guys? I think it was like a legitimate headline from like a, a real network. It was like draft capital earns Najee Harris <laughs> yeah, 14 yeah, touches. In the, the uh, yeah, and then I saw a poll, Matt. Would you rather be guaranteed a playoff berth right now or guaranteed that Matt Canada gets fired after the season right now? Oh, that's so tough. It's it, and and I will say you leave the other up to chance. You won't automatically not get the other. I know. I feel like if the Steelers make the playoffs, he's staying, which is just brutal. Oh, yeah, I don't so know. pretty much, like, if you make the playoffs, he's probably going to wind up staying, because you can't break up that, uh, really, coaching staff if you want to make the playoffs. Yeah, I feel like I would keep, like, the playoff berth, just because, like, that's more important at the end of the day, but, like, I know people wanted the Steelers, like, Steelers fans wanted them to lose just so he'd get fired. I'm like, Just so he'd get fired. He, he couldn't have had a worse offensive game, st- and he's going to be here still, because he, they won, basically. So, it's yeah. pretty frustrating. I don't know. He's definitely the worst offensive coordinator in the league. I'm sure some other teams probably have just as bad of ones, but he doesn't even have a great resume either. At the yeah, he's the up there. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely one of the worst. But um, a game that I think... Expanded role. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, now he's talking to Kenny Pickett more, which he wasn't <laughs> doing before, apparently. So, we'll hop um into the Atlanta Falcons-Houston Texans game. Stroud keeping the streak alive. Well, I think now he's in, like, uh, he's got the longest pass attempts out of any rookie ever without an interception past Tom Brady, I believe, um, had that mantle. So, yeah, Stroud has looked good. He definitely threw a lot of interceptable balls um, against Atlanta, but Atlanta wins this game, and they're 3-2, and, and probably the best game of Desmond Ritter's career, you could say. It was. 300, yeah, he had 300 that, uh, yards the first time. Yeah, the play of the end. Dude, that, that Bijan touchdown was nuts where he caught it one hand, like, One-handed. behind his back, and then juked whoever it was on the goal line. He's nuts. Uh, if anything, like I think the eighth overall pick can just be justified just with the <laughs> highlight reel plays that he makes every single week. It's always something like where he's doing something crazy that no one's like no one else is doing. Yeah. Does he have like a sole contract with the Sky Cam? I've never seen that for any other player but him. <laughs> it's always yeah, him. It's, it's always the Sky Cam. Well, I think it's I think it has to be something with the Falcons because I think it's only yeah. been home games and it's the Falcons that are tweeting it out. So like it must be from Mercedes Benz that they get it. For sure. Okay. Well, I mean, their stadium is probably like one of the best made in, in the whole league, so they probably have all the angles to to get uh, footage mm-hmm. from. Yeah, and they averaged two point seven yards as uh, on the ground as a team, and they actually won through the air. Like Kyle Pitts, eighty seven yards. Shout out to him, Drake London, seventy eight. Johnny Smith, get something, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, like the I think Tank Dell got. A, I don't know if it, it wasn't a concussion He's or concussion. Yeah, he had his concussion. Okay, so he could be out next week. Um, but yeah, the uh, Texans, like, they didn't look terrible, but they could have won this game on so many different occasions. But yeah, the Falcons ended up winning this at home. Three and two. Um, looking good for Dom's division pick so far. Yep. Everybody's, the, like, we'll get to the Saints, but uh, Tom Saints won, and my Panthers doing great this year so far. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, I guess the next game we'll talk about is Panthers-Lions. 
I think, like, obviously the Panthers aren't good. And I feel bad for Bryce Young because I don't think he's been as bad as, like, an 0-5 record will show or some of his stat lines. Like, his running game is actually god-awful. The O-line isn't good. And his wide receiver one is freaking Adam Thielen. He's, he's good, balling, though. But, like, he's balling, though. He is. <laughs> yeah. He got 13 targets again. Um, But, yeah, I think the Lions, like, could we say that they're Super Bowl contenders this year? Yes. Yeah, I think. I mean, they're probably. The, I I think they look better than Dallas. They look better than Dallas. Yeah, I'd agree I with that. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that puts them at the third best team in the in the NFC. I I'm not putting them in front of the Eagles. No, 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 no. I can't do that. Not. That are the Niners. I think. I wonder. Uh, I'm gonna look up their schedule right now. Uh, unless you guys know off the top of your head if they play the Cowboys, but that would be something. I think um, they do. They do. They play they, on a, because a the, because the Giants play the Packers. The Giants play them. The Packers and the Bears. So yeah, Saturday, uh, December thirtieth, they'll play. At Dallas, that'll be a really good one if it kind of matters for seeding. Come then, if if uh, well, I'm sure the Lions are going to win the NFC North, but the Cowboys. Uh, I guess we'll see if they'll only be. Well, if Green Bay wins, they'll be they'll be three and they'll be three and two. Yeah, yeah but down the tiebreaker. Look, it's it's just with the half. So I think Green Bay's up. Uh, yeah. I think they're up ten three. Uh, down ten. No, three. Vegas. Vegas. Down ten three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Vegas. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like they scored forty two points. Not on a good defense, but with no Amon Ross St. Brown or Jameer Gibbs. Like Montgomery looked great on the ground. Craig Reynolds good on the ground, and um, Sam Laporta, man, like this dude looks so good as a tight end. He's already. the best tight end in the league. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> just draft these Iowa tight ends, man. They always work out. Um, Don't but uh, yeah, no fan, but yeah, yeah, no fan, Joe. <laughs> the first one. The first one. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't even know what you do if you're the Panthers here. Because you don't even have your first-round pick. So, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's just the building year. Because, like, yeah. they just have to figure out who they who they can keep long-term. Like, that's basically like, what they can do. Because, like you said, they don't have their first-round picks. They're not really losing for anything. They're not, mm. at this point, winning for anything. So, it's just figure out who can stay here and who you can move on from, honestly. Yeah. Let's say a team like, I'm trying to think, like the Cowboys, we'll go Cowboys, called Carolina and offered them like a second for Thielen. Do you have to say yes if you're Carolina? Done deal. Oh, done deal, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's what they're going to end up doing is just trading Bryce Young's top target just for some draft capital, which they should do. Like draft as many offensive linemen, maybe you get a good running back in the second round or something. Um, But yeah, Yeah. because that Miles Sanders contract does not look great so far. Yeah. Like it's tough because you you just kind of just take – that that pretty much shows like you are not worried about anything related to this year at all no. um I, and i think they might have already told bryce young that being like kind of like a met situation like yeah we don't plan to compete until 2025 so unnecessary right? uh, how he just he just told that to verlander or scherzer um and he's yeah. gonna trade me um but yeah i think they're probably already well aware in that building that they're not like really playing for much which is unfortunate but yeah, yeah that's what happens when you get the first overall pick and I think Matt, you might have been the only person that actually thought the Panthers were supposed to do something this year. I mean, I think everyone else kind of knew like this wasn't their year. <laughs> yeah, I was going with the Saints for my division pick, and then I just saw the Panthers team, and I'm like, I like Bryce Young. He's my QB one. I thought they got better in the off season per se, but yeah, this team's not good <laughs> at all. I mean, like if you even like look at some of their games too, it's not a lot of winnable games. Um, I feel like like they ended up losing to the Falcons by 14. Maybe they could have beat the Saints by three. Lost to the Seahawks by 10. Lost to the Vikings by 8. I don't know. Just the offense doesn't look great. So, um, Or neither, honestly, side of the ball for them has looked great so far. So, yeah, they're 0-5. It would be sick if we got to see like Marvin Harrison with Bryce Young, but we're not going to be able to see that at all, unfortunately. Um, so we'll hop into another um, AFC South game. We talked about the Jaguars before. The Colts 
ended up beating the Titans at home by 7-23-16 to go to 3-2. Titans 2-3. They did lose Anthony Richardson, who I think is getting still a second opinion. Uh, probably not going to play next four to six week. weeks. I'm seeing a grade three AC joint sprain, which is probably going to require surgery. If it is a grade three, grade two is 50-50. Yeah, that's brutal. Because if yeah. surgery, probably out for the year. You don't want to really rush him back. Well, I, th- I think it's I think it's six weeks. Like, probably like six surgery. to eight weeks with surgery, I think. It's tough. Like, it's, yeah, I guess he's going to be out until week 12, probably. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like Gardner Minshew, pretty good backup, man. Like definitely one of the better backups yeah. in the league. Could definitely start on a bunch of teams. Um, Josh Downs continues to improve in his rookie season. Uh, shout out to Zach Moss getting that new contract extension, showing it with 7.2 yards per carry. <laughs> yeah, like they extend Taylor and then Zach Moss just balls out. Um, yeah, can, yeah, we, can we talk about that? Like the Colts are so adamant about not paying a running back. We're not going to do it. They decide to pay the running back. And then the guy who's making one tenth or probably even less than what jonathan taylor will be making has an insane day and just proves their original point like they proved the point on why you don't pay running backs the day after they paid a running back exactly, exactly. I, yeah. I, it, it's it's baffling but that's not even the weirdest decision the colts have made in the last year or so um like going back to hiring jeff saturday as our head coach so it doesn't really matter what they do is it's 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 unpredictable so yeah, this uh, this Sunday was great for uh, Dom saying that DeAndre Hopkins wasn't washed after me and Tom said he was last week. Oh, yeah, he victory lapped on our Twitter for, like, like he has one good game. He he, he had, like, four for 50 was his next game. Of he his had next eight for game. 140. He almost had a touchdown. Relax over there, Tom. If you Almost you got, had a touchdown. You got access I'm still to the taking Twitter. 25 guys away. <laughs> I'm still taking 25 guys over him. <laughs> Who is that? He almost got that touchdown from Derrick Henry, right? From Derrick Henry, yeah. Yeah. Um. Dude, it was, Spears. Pre- it was actually a pretty good throw by Henry. No, like, it on, was on the run. Like it was pretty good. I Henry's thought he was a good quarterback. He has like five touchdowns. He, he had the, the first one was when the playoff game when the when, when the Titans do, went on that crazy that run. Pop. The uh, the direct snap and the, the little little teardrop. Yeah, um, I like Ty J Spears a lot. I think he's actually going to be a very good running back in this league. Yeah, he's he's been out snapping Derrick Henry almost every game. I'm pretty sure he did this past game too. I don't know exactly I why. I think one game he didn't, but they like pretty much no well it's like Henry plays like 60% of snaps but I think Spears like out touched him in a couple games yeah but I mean Spears is still playing an insane amount when Derrick Henry is your main running back which is like very interesting to see which is honestly probably kind of smart just to keep Henry fresh fresher because he's getting he's got a lot of mileage on him and probably doesn't have many good years left Um, do we think do you think they keep him fresh think he's legitimately just in a split split backfield I don't know. I, I don't know. Spears is good. So if like if he can like be just like if he can be like what eighty percent of like Derek Henry could be or seventy five percent effective, like you might as well use both of them. Yeah, I guess you're right. Definitely better yeah, than I mean, receiving game as well. Back back to paying a running back. Derek Henry's making like twelve <laughs> mil. Taji Spears is making like eight hundred k or whatever. Eight hundred k. No, honestly. Um, so yeah, the culture now tied with the Jaguars. Are they? Do they have the tiebreaker? The Jaguars won week one, so okay, yeah. So the the Jaguars are uh, the number one seed or the uh, division leader of the AFC South. Tom, uh, what happened in uh, South Beach or Miami this uh, this past Sunday? Um, I mean, you can't even be upset. This is kind of what you expected, honestly. No, yeah. At this point, I'm 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 done. Um, They officially do nothing well, nothing. (laughs) Well, and no, I'll, Joe, I'll give you credit. They picked off future MVP Tua twice, so that's something. Okay, that's great. But the offense didn't score a touchdown, so. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so, and Xavier McKinney was happy enough to say, what we're not going to do is blame the defense. We lost as a team, and that's it. I'm like, you guys still let up 30 points. Um, regardless of whether or not you, like, it, since you've been on the Giants, if you let up 30 points, you're not winning the game. So, 
regardless. Giants but, didn't turn the ball over, though, right? Uh, yeah, but they got sacked... Six I times? Think. Or seven times, actually? But I, I think, think seven. they fumbled. Oh, no, they... No, they did fumble, I think. Actually, no, I don't, I don't think so. To be honest, I, 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 I was like, I couldn't watch that much of it. I was on red zone during the... Like, for that part of it. Yeah, I straight dude, up just Tyreek didn't want to watch them. I feel like there was one part of the game, maybe the start of the third quarter, where the Dolphins just scored, and then, like, all of a sudden, Tyreek Kill is just, like, running down the sideline, like, literally three minutes of real time later. I'm like, how did this even happen? Like, Tyreek Hill might be the best offensive non-quarterback in the league this year. Can CMC? Like, yeah. I could even say he's better than CMC this year. Oh, I mean, yeah. listen. I, I, I well, From the very jump, I said Tyreek Hill's one offensive player of the year. And I hope that I'm right, because that'd be really cool. Um... Mm-hmm. But I think him, him seems here kind of playing on the same level as on a, a level of unstoppable. But um, yeah, that's like kind of annoying. Well, it's not. It's very annoying to watch it guys be good when you have to watch Eric Gray and uh, I guess Darius Slayton is our wide receiver one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I saw Devin um, Achan. He might be out for a little bit. Yeah, he hurt his injury. Knee. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, McDaniel was kind of sus about, like, how long he's going to be out for, which is very scary. Like, But he's he sus does. about everything, though. Like, he, like, he, he, probably, yeah. like, he probably knew they were going to ask it, so he probably, like, practiced, like, his very vague response in the mirror, like, 15 times. <laughs> so, yeah, but, the honestly, Giants 1-4, You are you hoping for L's now, basically? I mean, I'm never really hoping for L's, but, like, I'm at the point now where I'm fully at terms with it, and, like, I'm not going to get even the slightest bit of stuff it does because it's, like, nothing's changed. Um, I will be seeing them in Buffalo next weekend, which is my worst oh, nightmare. Wow. Oh, um, you get to see Tyrod Taylor revenge game. Yeah, <laughs> Tyrod Taylor revenge game. Um, so that should be not so fun. But <laughs> the team, I think we're officially on Drake May watch. Yeah, I don't think we're on Caleb Williams watch. That's sad. Uh, it is sad. It's really sad. Um, I but think Drake, Drake May looks good, dude. He no, he, he, no, he, he, no, he, he looks really good. He, I'm just saying, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah, he might be closer to Caleb Williams than like whoever number three is to him. No, I I, I agree. Closer but to, one thing that I did some that I thought about that I maybe was being short sighted when it happened. Why did the Giants not let Daniel Jones test for agency? Why did they give him forty million dollars? Why didn't they just tag nobody, him? Right? Nobody would have given him the money. So why didn't they just not give him the money and then give him less? And then when he is okay, he comes back. All right, yeah, I'll take thirty now. Like if you if you pay him thirty, that's way better than paying him forty. To be, uh, to be fair though, like I don't think it would have made a difference in the end. You think he still would have been like he would he would have held out and took nothing? Yeah, because the way the quarterback should go. I mean, again, we if if the top quarterbacks are making fifty five million dollars, Daniel Jones is. On excluding all rookie contracts, Daniel Jones is probably still like the number fifteen quarterback in the league if you exclude all rookies and stuff. So forty mil is still kind of market value, and can't they just cut him in like a year for basically? Yeah, nothing and, anyway? after next year they can cut him. Uh, yeah, why did so, they tag him though? Um, I think probably, because tag would be way too much. Tag. Yeah, I mean, the tag, tag is thirty-two million. Yeah, that can't be right. Isn't the tag like the five, the average of the five highest? Yeah, but all those contracts didn't kick in yet. I think I think the tag was like thirty-six. And and the tag is a straight cap hit of thirty six. There's no all that cap no. Matching for, for the twenty twenty three off season. It was thirty two point four million. The transition okay, thirty two point four. But your cap hit is thirty two point four. They t- made Daniel Jones's contract. I think they backloaded it a year to where he hits for like seventeen this year and yeah. gave them room to like get Darren Waller and get whoever else. Yeah. I mean, so the cap- all right, enough about the Giants. They well. stink. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> 
All right, so we'll jump into a team that's probably a little bit worse at one and four, and that's the New England Patriots. Saints beat them thirty-four. They get shut out, right? Yeah, at home. Um, I think last week and this week were the two worst losses of Bill Belichick's career. He's it's going to get more unrealistic each week that he's going to break the Don Shula like all-time playoff regular season coaching record if he stays in New England because like I think he's like thirty or so games off it, but. You would think, okay, maybe that could be three years with a good New England team. Yeah, but, but not at this rate. Th- this is like turned to five or six years. And Andy Reid is actually not too far behind Belichick, which I found out at. And they're really? obviously winning. I would have figured Belichick was a little further. Because he's been, co- uh, I guess, and so is Andy Reid. Yeah, because yeah. it comes into playoff wins too. And, and the Chiefs have obviously just been dominating like the last couple of seasons. And you think they're like going to win at least 10 games every year of like in Patrick Mahomes' prime at the minimum. And they won 10 games a year with Alex Smith too. They, they, all those teams were good. Yeah, solid teams, and what he did in Philly, and uh, the Pats haven't been great since Brady left. So, yeah, Mac Jones, I don't even know what you do at this point, because Bailey Zappi doesn't look much better either. So, the the Patriots are also probably on Drake May watch. I mean, I'm sure they're hoping to be on Caleb Williams' watch. Um, but, yeah, I don't even know where the Pats go from here. Yeah, I saw a tweet, and it was like, uh, Weminyana going to the Spurs is like, essentially the same thing as if the Patriots fucked around and got Caleb Williams this year. Honestly. And it was from like it was from like May, like when the NBA draft like lottery happened. And then like someone quoted me this week it was like what what what, what was this guy cooking? And I was like, well it, which it kind of it pretty much is the same exact thing. And but unfortunately I would I mean I yeah, you know what? Okay. The the Patriots would probably win four more games than they would with Caleb Williams than they would with how bad Mac Jones is playing. Everything he throws is like a he's like literally like a wounded duck. Nothing, nothing he throws is, has any zip on it. Everything is a lollipop. It, it, it's tough to watch. Yeah, and I don't... Yeah. I, I still have some... Like, ve- now it's very small faith in Mac Jones just because their O-line and their running game has been atrocious, which does not yeah. help him whatsoever. Like, I think maybe if that was a little better, they'd play better. But losing 34 nothing at home to the, to the Saints and just nothing to show for it whatsoever. Like, there was not one good highlight from the Patriots in this game. It's just something we have not seen really ever. Got shut out. <laughs> yeah, suck. Well, they can still um, have a nice I saw, play actually, I saw a stat. Literally had nothing. I saw a stat. It was Ramondre Stevenson. His explosive run rate last year was like 14.3%, and this year it's like 2.7. So he's essentially going from almost one in like like one in like six carries, or one in whatever, six and change, mm-hmm. to uh, one in 30, 33 or 34 <laughs> carries. That's nuts when you think of it that way. Yeah. Who asked the question last week where if Mac Jones is going to be the quarterback next year or in the future? Uh, I think it was me. Yeah. And I was like, I think he could be on the team, but there's a 0% chance he's the starter. Like, I, yeah, I think that's a, I mean, he still before. has one more year in his contract, so. Oh, God. I don't even know how you could. Well, you're going to have to play him again this year, but maybe, the, hey, he's, maybe they're going to. Yeah. Maybe they'll be in the trade market. Maybe we'll see Russell Wilson as a Patriots quarterback next year no. or something like that. Or Kirk I mean, their their only other options this year, obviously um, Bailey's happy, but besides him, they do have Malik Cunningham, and I think they have Matt Corral on their practice squad. They really yeah. want to like get desperate and try to find a different quarterback, but I think it's still Mac Jones's team. Yeah, I mean, I feel well, like I mean, he doesn't really have any competition. That's kind of why it's his team. Like, he's throwing a Kendrick Bourne. Juju's, like, basically his knee is shot. Like, yeah, what happened to like Juju? He fell off hard. He did. I think he's he's really, like, his knee's messed up. And I'm glad he got, like, a one last contract, like, one last deal. But he kind of basically robbed the Pats. 
probably will get cut at the end of this year. No Jacoby like, Myers and the team falls apart. Interesting. Yeah, right? <laughs> Honestly, Johnny Smith leaves and Hunter Henry. Um, but yeah, so the the Saints go to three and two. I don't even think like like they look good, obviously. It's more on the defensive side of the ball. I still don't think Derek Carr moves me that much. Like he still has to be hurt. I don't I'm yeah, I don't know. Games. He's been like so average this year. I feel like, like he's been good and like he's. Had he his, wasn't like, good last year. I've been saying this for five weeks. He was not good last year. I mean, I also think for quarterbacks in the NFL, like Derek Carr has been historically average, maybe slightly above average, and it's going to earn mm-hmm. you thirty-five million dollars a year. Like, look at Daniel Jones, and it's going to earn you commercials, and it's going to earn you still to like be something special. But he's, I don't think he's a good quarterback. No, he's like he, he's a little bit above average. He's probably like he's probably been in like that thirteen to sixteen range his whole career. So wait, and now question. he's probably a little below it now, but we'll until like twenty twenty one. Yeah, we'll get to this team later, but um, say the Pats had to add two quarterbacks, like don't worry about contract, to just input into this team. Who would give them a better chance to win, Brock Purdy or Derek Carr? I mean, I think Brock Purdy. I would say Derek Carr because Brock Purdy, like you would think it's like, oh, like that's like a Belichick type quarterback. Like Brock Purdy with that, with how bad the Patriots team is around him. Brock Purdy's been phenomenal. I'm not taking anything away from him, but... I just think if you go from giving him CMC, Debo, Ayuk, and George Kittle to Juju, Hunter Henry, Ramondre Stevens in the way he's playing now, and Kendrick Bourne, I don't see. I think no one can succeed with this Patriots team right now. It's true. I no, I agree. They're really bad, and I I I don't think we should even be that shocked. And obviously, they lost Christian Gonzalez and Matthew, uh, Matthew Judon, so like they lost two of their best defensive players. So their season. Most likely cooked. We could get to them later when we eliminate a playoff team um, at the end of that. But uh, So we'll talk about the first 4 o'clock game. Eagles-Rams. Tom, was this your upset of the week or was this um, your upset of the Mine. week? I was Honestly, I, I thought they were going to win. Um, but like the third quarter, the Rams could do nothing offensively. Cooper Cup comes back. But honestly, shout out to Puka Nakuya. Still like getting uh, 11 targets, 7 for 71. Um, and he found the end zone too. Uh, Stafford looked fine. Second half was rough for him. Uh, but this Eagles team, man. It's just really good. It's kind of a wagon at this point. No, it's 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 what Tom says every week. They need nine yards or ninety nine yards. That's all they need. Because again, they did <laughs> the it. Push, push. I I don't know how many times they did it this past week, but it's all they do. <laughs> it's yeah. it's crazy. Um, and then I saw somebody like tweet. It was like two hundred IQ move from the Giants to try it and then yeah. get hurt. Like two players get hurt on it, so the NFL has to ban it. And <laughs> like not even purposely doing that. So. I think the Patriots, Chargers, and Giants all tried in week three, in week four, and none of them did, and the Eagles just successfully did it like seven times. Crazy. Um, but yeah, so the Eagles go to 5-0, and uh, Rams 2-3. and three. I feel like the Rams are definitely better than a 2-3 and three record will show. They've had a semi-tough yeah. schedule. Like, they lost, what, the Niners and the and the Eagles so Niners, far. Niners, Eagles, and... Uh, Seahawks. They beat the Colts. Bengals. They lost to the Bengals, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like I feel like they're better than the record shows, and the Eagles like they're still really good. I think they have a I forget who they play next week. But I don't think it's a tough game, and then the Jets. A couple, yeah, 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 not a tough game at all. And then they really go into like a brutal gauntlet of teams. So we'll see how like for real they are. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think the Rams like you especially saw it on the first drive. Cooper Cup is just going to get fed the ball, but <laughs> so is Puka. So like this passing offense might just like it wasn't great this past week, maybe. I think it's the mat. I guess the matchup wasn't great. I don't know. I thought the I thought the Rams were going to throw all over them, but they, they somewhat did in the first half. The second half, though, the Eagles just shut them down. So if Cooper Cup can stay healthy, him and Puka could have two insane stat wise uh, seasons. I agree. Um, so they're going to be fun, definitely, to watch the rest of the way. And I wonder if like who would you guys say is like the offensive rookie of the year, like front runners? It's Stroud, probably because of the QB bias, but like Puka's right there. 
and who's the? You gotta put H in. I mean, he's second in the league. H in, yeah, okay, that's yeah. Yeah. If, if, if his injury isn't that bad, um, I think because he's second in the league in rushing. He's um, averaging like twelve league, yards a carry. Or 12, yep, which is insane. Yeah. And um, the so yeah, but I think just from QB bias and Shroud is playing very, very, very well. So I think he probably is the shoe in right now, unless the Texans like don't win another game and Puka finishes like twelve hundred yards. Yeah, I think Puka will hit twelve hundred easy. For being honest, yeah, I'm just saying, but uh, but I'm saying even if it's twelve hundred and the Texans win seven games, I think the oh. Texans are going to wind up. Uh, I think Stroud gets that award. If I had to put money on it right now, I think I would go Puka to be honest. Really? Yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, but like the yeah, the quarterbacks will always get like the the buys towards the end of it, which is a shame. But because Puka is having a great season, it's more impressive for him too. It's like a obviously fifth rounder. And mm-hmm. Stroud was the second overall pick, so it is cool to see. Um, we'll go to the Bengals Cardinals game. Uh, I actually kind of had a like I was like, okay, this is either the week that the Bengals are for real, or like they're going to be like they can't be much worse than they've been so far. So like um, I was like, all right, I like I put a bet, and I was like, all right, eleven and a half. It was like a three point spread, which I was like, all right, this has got to be disrespectful at the end of the day. And if not, then we're all giving up on the Bengals. And I was like, I put it eleven and a half, and they won by fourteen, and I put Burrow to throw over three hundred yards, and it was like maybe the greatest bet of my life. Um, but Jamar Chase balled out. I think this is what the Cardinals are probably going to be like a relatively like it was competitive in the first half, but um, ultimately it feels like they're tanking in the second half um, in every game so far. Um, but Dobbs, I think was, I mean, nothing crazy. It wasn't very good, but Jamar Chase really owned this team with no T Higgins. And unfortunately Dom's guy didn't get in, uh, didn't get too involved too much. Yeah. I saw he got targeted once and he, did, uh, he had a catch and then he had another target. Yeah. I think. <laughs> what but, a um, Scott Hansen said his name so wrong. Like, it was so not even close to saying it correct. How do you um, say it properly? Yosevash. He said, like, <laughs> he, he was, like, E-C-O-Vash. Like, like he's, he didn't say it, like, anywhere right. People on Twitter were correcting him. I did look it up. That's um, tough, though. Like, I guess you want to know how to pronounce everyone's name properly if you're in his position. But... That, I mean, yeah, you're, that, not, that ex- you're not expecting the... Um, I don't want to say he's Hawaiian, because I don't know if he's Hawaiian or Polynesian or... Mm-hmm something but when you're just a random princeton wide receiver rookie like no, you're not going to know his name when it's not like a typical last name so it is for tough sure. on him for that and jamar chase just had an insane day um so happy i traded for him in fantasy on tuesday that was just oh amazing. yeah i forgot you did that i knew it was <laughs> whatever i knew it was like a like a bs trade and it just shows i mean yeah i he put up 52 points. He set the Bengals catches record. He had three touchdowns, almost 200 yards. I mean, you can't ask for a better uh, a better first game. <laughs> yeah. No, no, um, no. Yeah, no. So the Bengals looked really good. Um, they, they're they 2-3. and three. They definitely don't have, like, the easiest schedule like for the rest of the season, but definitely the step in the right direction. They, and Burrow looked okay. Yeah, and last year the Bengals started 2-3 and three and 0-2 and in the division, so anything's possible. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Ravens actually going back to that game. If they beat the Steelers, they would have swept the AFC North on the road to start the year, which would have been like, like you would kill for that. Um, that is crazy. They played three road games already in the division, right? In week five, yeah, all in the division too. Um, so yeah, uh, big win for the Bengals. Cardinals one and four. Do we have an update on Kyler? Or is it still kind of like TBD when he's coming back? Kind of TBD. James Connor's also hurt now, so hopefully it's just like a yeah, little, like a little me. injury. But they need him. If they don't have him, it's gonna be a little rough. Yeah, last week. Okay, so jumping into the next game. Last week we said loser of this game were eliminating from the playoffs. Jets thirty one, Broncos twenty one. I mean, this is I, we thought we've seen rock bottom for the Broncos, but this is even worse. Like you saw Peyton and Ru- like Peyton yelling at Russ on the sideline at the end of the game. I don't think Russ like 
was as bad, but because like this defense is horrendous, and I think I don't know, man. I just don't know how the Broncos are this bad. Like losing by ten to Jets at home. I mean, the the, the and the do? Broncos, the Jets almost put the Broncos in a, in a spot to win the game. Like Zach Wilson threw the yeah, interception, and they were up by three, um, with like two minutes and change left, and the Jets wound up just making a uh, a good a, you know a good drive defensively and closing it out. But like. If you're a Jet fan, like, and you see, like, all right, Zach Wilson, like, he's playing well, blah, 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 Brees Hall's breakout game, and then, like, you see him throw that pick, and, it's, you, like, your your stomach probably just, like, just sunk to the, like, through the, like, through the couch you were sitting on. Like, it, it was probably just, like, the most disheartening thing ever. And I saw it, I was sitting next to my friend as a Jet fan, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> like, what a brutal, I don't even know. Um, But yeah, Jets are 2-3, and three. shout out to them, man. Maybe, maybe they'll surprise yeah. everybody and beat the Eagles next week and go to 3-3. Three and three. At home, probably not though. Probably not. First loss. Yeah. So like I, I guess like I don't even know. I mean like huge win for like Nathaniel Hackett, Jets offensive coordinator against yeah. his former team. Yeah. <laughs> Saw all Sean that. Payne was talking about the whole offseason. Yeah. Is, is Sean Payne going to be the second straight one and done head coach for the Broncos? Like I don't know. He can. Like, that's and, that's something even more. They gave a they gave a one for him and, he, and like yeah, but he it's just, just nothing's changed. Awful. Like they're still one and four. They're horrible. He's awful. Wait, I actually was meant to like look this up, but I'll actually you guys if you know. The Broncos have their first round pick this year, but they don't yes. next year. No, they gave up their first round pick last year. It was pick like twenty. Yeah, the Weatherspoon pick, right? But they gave up two for for Russ, didn't they? They gave up two no, for so Russ. The Weatherspoon pick was for Russ, but then they okay. gave up that's why the same the pick, pick at the, the very Chubb first end. for Peyton. Yes. The very Oh, late okay, first. okay, okay. And I think it's their second or third this year they gave up also. So they still have their first, but they don't have another high pick. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, and then they also have their first next year. I didn't know if they, like, didn't have their first next year. Mm-hmm. But at least they have their first, so maybe – I don't know, yeah. Maybe there's a chance, like, Russ isn't here next year. I feel like that's got a better possibility of Peyton. I don't know. Russ's contract's so tough, and, like – I. It's, they can't fire Peyton, I guess, just because you of what can. they give up to get him. But he just looks awful. Like, him Didn't, taking... How long was he gone? Two, two years? Three years? I think one. two. Or is it one? No, it had, like to, be more, had to be more than one. It had to be more than one. I feel like it was more than one. I don't know. But yeah. him coming back... But dude, back, he's like, making like $18 million a year, too. <laughs> yeah. It's just not a good situation. He's the second AJ highest Dillon. paid... AJ Dillon. He's the second highest paid uh, coach in the NFL. It's wild. I don't know. I don't think they're gonna fire him. I mean, who's the highest? Was it? Uh, it's Belichick still at twenty. Belichick still. Yeah, Pete Carroll three, McVay four. Shout out to McVay, man, making the bag in his thirties. Yeah, been yeah. making, been He's making some uh, money too. I know. Um, so yeah, I we have no idea what the Broncos are gonna do. And uh, shout out to the Jets, man. It was probably cool for Zach Wilson to at least Not win a game. One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, and then. Sorry, don't worry yourself. No, I was gonna say you mentioned it in our last episode. The loser of this game became our fifth team right this was the fifth team yeah. we were eliminated yeah in the playoffs so yeah i guess we're gonna go with it right we're gonna are we gonna choose the, yeah, like, who has exactly. it? oh yeah i'm i'm over I'm the fine with it. yeah i'm yeah. fine with it for now yeah okay so we'll add them to the fifth team who are the other teams we we eliminated the cardinals Giants, we eliminated the, the panthers the, it's the panthers the cardinals the raiders now the broncos and, and we did did we do the bears we did do the bears yeah, we yeah. did do the yeah, bears that's right? the five Wow. Yeah, we have like some other front runners too, like next week too. Like you got the Giants, we can eliminate we can eliminate the Pats. I mean yeah, the I think Vikings. Pats are the front runner. Yeah, probably. I don't I, I don't, don't think this will be tough until week like end. And then it's gonna be a little iffy. Yeah. Yep. 
for sure. Um, so the last four o'clock game was uh, Chiefs Vikings, where the Chiefs ended up winning by seven on the road. So now, Don mentioned it last week. Now Patrick Mahomes has beaten every single team in the NFL besides the Indianapolis Colts because it was his first Which, time playing the Vikings. Yeah, uh, apparently there's an asterisk because he beat them in the playoffs. If you look it up, it yeah. says he's zero and two against the Colts. So I'm counting regular season. I don't care what he does in the playoffs. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess now technically he has beaten every team in the league. Out of technicality to it. Um, but J. Jeff got hurt, and I think he's going to be out next week. It's a hamstring injury. Hamstring, yeah. Yeah, which is brutal. The way O'Connell described it, it pretty much made it seem like it's he knows Jefferson's going to be like wanting to come back sooner than he should. Probably like an Aaron Jones-type situation where like he probably could benefit sitting out four weeks, but he doesn't want him to like, rush him back and play after missing two games. So... I think the Vikings don't have their bye until like week 14 or something. Is that is that they have a late bye, I think, right? Or that was maybe... Jeez. No, the Cardinals have a late bye for the James Conner injury. I don't know when the Vikings bye is. You say week 14? The 14 is the Cardinals bye, yeah. Holy crap. Byes yeah, run it's... over 10 weeks. They start yeah. They started the bye this, this week, week, which is week 5. They go yeah. to week 14, and there's like three weeks throughout where there's no team on a no bye, buys. which makes no Interesting. sense. Yeah. That's weird. So, um, I, I want to ask you guys a question. Um... 13 take, is the Vikings by. So 13. he's not he's gonna be missing some games. Jeez. So say you take out tight ends out of the equation. Which team would you have a harder time betting like who's gonna be the leading receiver in a certain week? The Giants receiving core or the Chiefs receiving core? Take tight ends out of the equation. Chiefs. Chiefs. Dude, Chiefs, oh, it's like well, actually, wait, wait, Rice, wait, wait, wait. it's just a Ross, it's Wait, Tony. wait a second, because I was gonna say just bet Darren Waller then, but we're taking tight ends out. No, taking tight ends out, because obviously you take Kelsey. Um, like no, I feel like these two. I was I, I would bet the Chiefs every week because the Giants could easily just throw for 110 yards. Like you know, Mahomes is still going to have throw for 200. But like, who's? I just don't know whoever's going to be number one. Like when I was doing like same game parlays for the Chiefs, but the they're Giants, not still not as bad as the Giants guys. No, I'm yeah, not saying like bad. I'm just saying a harder chance of like predicting the number one. Like who? I would pick the Chiefs receiving core every time. No, but you have to. Who would you say the wide receiver one? Like that's what he's saying. One player. Yeah. Like you're predicting, who would you have a harder time predicting? Oh, uh, even top receiver core in general. I because yeah, like no. if I'm betting um, on the Giants, I'm taking either I'm probably taking Wandell or maybe like Hodgins, and I would feel all right with it. The Chiefs, I would have no yeah. idea which receiver. Okay, that I win that. Yeah, week. that I would pick. I would probably I might just pick Darius Lane. He has the big playability, so he can catch two two deep ones and um. Dude, those two cores, it's crazy because it's like no, it's awful. Is it going to be Rasheed Rice? Is it going to be Justin Ross? Tony, Sky Moore, freaking MVS. Two targets randomly. I mean, it could be Jarek McKinnon. He gets a ton of targets sometimes, too. Right? I'm like, Justin Watson? Okay, 56 yards. <laughs> like, whatever. Um, so the Chiefs are 4-1. We obviously know that they're going to be competing for the Super Bowl when the season comes to a close. Um, And then the Vikings, I don't know. They're definitely getting towards, like, the panic button right there at 1-4. That's a tough hole to come back from. But... Uh, with seven playoff teams, it's not impossible to definitely make the playoffs. Uh, so the last game we'll talk about, Cowboys-Niners. Um, Niners dominated them 42-10. to 10. I guess this just shows how good San Francisco is and how perfect their offense is at the moment and how just like stacked their defense is. Um, and I think they got in, I wouldn't say lucky, because uh, we're only five weeks in the year, but it happens to every team. But like Everyone's staying relatively healthy on their squad. Um, like All their offensive playmakers look great. Uh, top defensive guys with Warner, Greenlaw, uh, Bosa all out there. And this team probably on, like, if you're just looking at it, is the best team in the NFL. Um, we'll have to see from Purdy in the playoffs. But, yeah, this team is unreal. Yeah, this, yeah, game, this game stunk. Like, the Cowboys <laughs> were never in this game whatsoever, um, which we kind of 
like alluded to last week, but we did not think they were going to lose by 32 points and just get fully embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I told you the Niners have scored 30 points in eight straight regular season games, so they're pretty much like a half a season of just just dropping 30 points every game. Um, and CMC, I think, has scored in like 14 and 13 straight games. It's pretty nuts when you just have that guaranteed every week. Yeah, when, when you're guaranteed one CMC touchdown and when Brock Purdy has thrown two-plus touchdowns in, I think, like eight out of nine career starts or nine out of ten, however many games. It's only happened once he hasn't done it. So, like, you're guaranteed three touchdowns every week, basically. <laughs> yeah. You guys think Brock Purdy finishes top five in MVP voting yes, this year? Yes, 100%. Yeah. It's crazy. Because no one's really pulling away. Like, Tua looked like he was, but, like, he really slowed down the last couple weeks. Do you think, like, say McCaffrey keeps this up, he'll finish higher than Purdy? No. 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 Yeah, Purdy just doesn't make mistakes. I mean, Purdy's pace is insane right now. So, like, I still think, like, when you factor in that he's going to be the quarterback on the team that will probably win, I'd feel confident saying the Niners are winning at least 13 games, no matter what this year. So, you factor all that in, his stats are insane. So like yeah, I think so he good. should be top five. Yeah. I I can't wait for like I wish they were playing earlier than December third, but like them in Philly, like that's gonna be an insane game. Um, them yeah. at, at Cleveland next week against that defense is, should be really good to watch too. Um, the, I don't know the Browns might not score more than fourteen. <laughs> I know. Yeah, well the, they they might stop the Niners from scoring thirty points. Yeah, that's just a win in its own right. Um, and then currently the uh the Raiders and Packers are tied ten ten here in the um. The third quarter and we thought we'd be able to get this up a day earlier if we were able to record this during monday night football so um yeah that, that's basically kind of our week five reaction we eliminated the denver broncos now five teams we have now eliminated from the playoffs we're going to be adding one every week so it gets more challenging throughout the season um and we'll go from there and then later in the week you guys will get a uh a week six preview as well so um any other thoughts guys or we're good to wrap it up uh no, before good. before we wrap it up 10 10 seven minutes to go in the third quarter who do we think pulls out this game see if we're right or wrong I'm going. And I'm the going Raiders Vegas. just punted away. I think. I think. I have no idea. I'm giving. I'm giving the home win to Vegas. Yeah, you know what? I'm like, yeah. Let's give it to Vegas. I'm. I'm just gonna go with Jordan Love because I saw him make a comeback against the Saints. Maybe he has another one in him. <laughs> yeah, he looks great so far tonight. Does he? I, I don't know. Is it, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it doesn't look good. <laughs> um. So yeah, that will. We'll, me and Tom will go Raiders. Tom will go Packers. Um. And then you guys already, when you're seeing this, know who won that game. So hopefully it ended up being at least somewhat entertaining. So yeah, thank you guys all for watching and listening. If you're on YouTube, we'd appreciate you dropping a thumbs up, leaving a comment as well, kind of what you guys thought about Week Five. And then if you're listening on Apple Podcast or Spotify, we'd appreciate a rating and review over there as well. You guys can also follow us on Twitter as well um, at at the Triple Option YouTube. Um. And And we'd appreciate that as well. Just kind of talking football and stuff. So yeah, thank you guys all for listening. And we'll catch you guys in that preview. Peace.